G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, as you know, there are lots of dimensions to talk about in parenting. But today, an opportunity to glean some insights for mothers who have preschoolers. There's a ministry called MOPS. Now, MOPS stands for Mothers of Preschoolers. It's for mothers of children who are aged between birth and six years. There are currently over 80 groups that are running in churches throughout Australia by over 500 Christian women. Ruth Overton is the Growth and Strategy Manager for MOPS Australia, Inc. And Ruth is joining us. Hello, Ruth. Welcome along to 2020. Hello. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, Ruth, the growth of MOPS has been pretty amazing, hasn't it? 80 groups now, 500 Christian women involved. Give us a little idea as to how things have been developing. Yeah. MOPS has been around for quite a while now in Australia. Um, And, yeah, it's... It's amazing to watch women's lives be transformed through just the community that um, is built by just connecting with one another. And it's for Christian and non-Christian mums. So just, I guess, being educated on being a mum and being supporting each other in the motherhood journey. Ruth, what's the difference between a MOPS group and, say, a play group? A lot of churches might have a play group operating, but what's what's so different about a MOPS group? Yeah, well, I guess uh, both are great and they both serve their own purpose. Uh, but MOPS is for the mother, and so the mums have their own program, which is run uh, where they get to spend time with the, just each other and build deeper relationships with one another and be educated um, in all types of mother, the mothering journey, not just health or um, yeah, but just lots of different areas, and the children are cared for in a separate area, and so yeah, you really build those deep connections with each other. And I imagine that given that you've got these eighty groups already functioning in states around Australia, that there's a certain culture that goes along with MOPS and really great opportunities here for people to excel in what MOPS is all about. So I imagine that you'd love to be in contact with young mothers, uh, not only just to participate, but also leaders of MOPS groups. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, It's an amazing environment to be a part of a MOPS group. You need lots of different people um, to to run one. Like You have about four different leaders um, as a minimum, but as many as you want, really. And so you're just really working with each other's gifts and abilities. And then you've got a big community of women throughout Australia that we, we all connect with each other as well in conferences and different things. So... It's a really supportive environment, um, yeah, and I guess a really welcoming um, place to be where we're cheering each other on because none of us are perfect and, yeah, just really embracing the journey of motherhood.
Ruth, you've been through young motherhood. What are some of the significant things that happen? And sometimes, I guess, young mothers can feel isolated if they don't have a support network around them. MOPS obviously providing a wonderful relationship opportunity within a local church setting. Give us some insights into what's going on in the mind of a young mother uh, that uh, she might really feel some needs met by being part of a MOPS group. Yeah, I think often uh, women going to motherhood thinking it's going to be quite easy um, and you find you're having sleepless nights or you're isolated from your friendship group because they haven't had children yet. And so mops, I guess, yeah, in the same, the women are all in the same stage of life. Um, you've got the mums that have been around for a bit longer who can encourage the younger mums that are quite new to motherhood and very it's very, very common for women to experience something and then have other mums say, oh, that happened to me and I did this or I tried this. And, yeah, I guess that really um, helps them to just talk things through with other people. You also have a mentor in the group always, uh, someone who's a bit older, whose children have grown up a bit and can bring a bit of perspective um, when things are going, you know, pear-shaped for them. Um, yeah, so... It's definitely a supportive environment where we're really trying to encourage um, women just to be the best mums that they can be. And you talk about transforming the mothering journey. And sometimes we think that because MOPS groups might be staged or held in local churches, that somehow or other it's mainly just Christian mums gathering. But how significant is it that it's not just Christian mums, but those who are from the wider community that link in and befriend yeah. the Christian mothers who are a part of the MOPS group? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, MOPS is a lifestyle evangelism program, so it's not preaching the Bible. It's just living life and doing community together. And you certainly, through your relationship with women, um, can talk about your relationship with God. But it's very much uh, drawing people, uh, you know, Christian, non-Christian women all coming together um, and just doing life together because we are all the same. Um, and so, yeah, you certainly see women um, wanting to know about the hope that you have um, and how come you're dif- you know, different and, and you handle you know, difficult life experiences in a different way. So that always will happen, uh, but it's just supporting all women and all mothers um, and offering that community. Yeah. What do you need to do, Ruth, to set up a MOPS group in your local church? And no doubt there'll be some young mothers who are listening to our conversation now thinking, this is what we need in our community, and wonder how you get something like this started. What's your advice? Yeah, so I guess you need uh, two, well, we suggest that you have two uh, mothers of preschoolers, children aged zero to six years, uh, one can be the coordinator and one just run the discussion. You always have a discussion time in a morning where you build the deep connections with each other in small groups. Um, and then you need to have a mentor. So that's any woman who's been a mother and then somebody who will run the children's program. Um, but that's just really caring for the children. It's nothing spectacular, just entertaining the children. So it's just for um, leaders who are willing to put their hands up um, yeah, and I guess the, the bigger the team, the less you have to do. Uh, so you have as many people as you want. But most people will be, you know, doing four or five uh, people on a team. And it, 
yeah, it works really well. Yeah, what I can hear you saying is that it's the team that makes this function so beautifully well. And if you get those right team members on your team, you're going to be doing wondrous things uh, in the lives of mothers who connect with the group. What about the pastor of a church? I mean, I don't suspect you get too much resistance uh, when you've got the idea of setting up a mops group in a local church. Uh, What sort of reaction do you get from pastors when this sort of thing happens with, yeah. within their church community? Yeah, well, um, my pastor is Peter Shirley um, in Oliston in Tasmania, and he, he just says flat out, this is the best ministry we've ever had for drawing women into our church, and, and not only women, but their children and also their families. Uh, we, you know, suddenly one of us will have a baby dedication for one of our children, and all our mom's mums will want to come, we'll invite them, and they'll all come. Um, to church and they'll come to events and we've had so many women come to Christ in our church and their families. We've been running for about 12 years now and over that time we've made a lot of connections into the community um, and not everyone um, has you know, had their life completely transformed by Christ but they've all been encouraged on the mothering journey. So yeah, I think pastors... Well, I think they just love it. Yeah, they love seeing you know the the church come together. It creates um, a unity within the members of the church because we're working together in a team environment. We're having a meeting and we're we're just encouraging each other on the journey. So it definitely has united our church, and I think that's very um, common for churches throughout Australia. And I imagine that when you're getting a group like this started, uh, there's a certain passion that you have for serving God and doing something in your local church, but uh, oftentimes you're not necessarily trained in other particular leadership areas, but this is a real leadership opportunity for a lot of mums to respond to because they become quite influential then in operating the group and leading the group and then uh, being a support to those other mums who are a part of it. So leadership's a really great opportunity here within my yeah, that the actual um, the way the MOPS team works together is an amazing leadership um, or builder of leadership of the women in your church because each woman has their own job to do, and you know you you're just kind of put up the front or you're behind the scenes either or, but you're just growing in confidence. Um, and we just see time and time again these women go on from they move on from MOPS once their children grow up a bit and they'll go into women's ministry or like our church, um, our, the lady in our, who started the group in our church has just become our, one of our pastors. She went on to be the women's ministry leader and then she's gone on to be our women's pastor. Um, so I think, yeah, it, you see it time and time again where it just builds your confidence um, and your leadership skills because we're constantly, um, I guess, we have leadership training events and leadership conferences where we all get together and talk leadership um, and encourage to be the best that you can be. Yeah, so I think it definitely builds leadership. So the momentum is continuing and supposing there is someone listening to our conversation now saying, we need a MOPS group in our local church. What sort of resources and support are you able to provide because, you know, there is some coordination, there's some organisation here. Uh, what sort of resources can people call on if they want to get something started like this in their local church? Yeah, so we um, have leaders in every state. We have over 
uh, we have what do we have now? Thirty-five national leaders um, throughout Australia who will look after people. So we're in every state, and you just have to request an information pack to start with from the website, which is www.mops.org.au. And yeah, so if you want to start a group, um, you need yeah, we'll give you all the resources that you need. Uh, through the charter process, but each year there's a theme, a new theme, which you can run with if you want, but you don't have to. Uh, you get a whole pack of that. Um, yeah, and we obviously do training um, with your leaders through Skype or Zoom or um, come and visit you if we can as well. Well, there are 80 groups already functioning around Australia, 500 Christian women who are involved in these and taking leadership roles and helping these groups function. It's called MOPS. Now, MOPS stands for Mothers of Preschoolers. And there is a website and you can find out where the nearest MOPS group might be to you. And if you don't have one in your town, there's the opportunity and the support there to get one started. Let me give the website here. It's mops.org.au, M-O-P-S, Mothers of Preschoolers, mops.org.au. Ruth Overton is the Growth and Strategy Manager for Mops Australia, Inc. Uh, Ruth, just great getting your insights today, and uh, I hope there's some great contacts that you make, having shared the journey so far and just how good Mops is. Ruth, thanks for joining us today on 2020. Thanks, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.